Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Yes, yeah, so the show received gift cards to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood Cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. Bob Stoffer with you along with Brendan Escott uh, at 134. Brendan, you wanted to jump in here momentarily? Just- yeah, well, uh, we'll get your tweets out there for the people listening. So, Bob, you said uh, NCAA slash U Sports free agent storyline. It's Taro Haros, 22, a 5'10 quick skilled left shot. He's a winger for uh, Michigan State. He's got 15 goals, 35 assists for 50 points in 34 games, plus 15. He's getting interest from multiple NHL teams. And then you go on to say Luke Phillip, 23 years old, a 5'10 quick skilled right shot center for Alberta. 24 goals, 21 points, or excuse me, 21 goals, 21 assists for 45 points in 24 games played plus 21 says the smart teams are in on him so why is the smart money with Phillip well here's here's what here's what happens if Luke Phillip was playing at Michigan State he'd have 30 teams in on him but that's how it works right so because a guy's gone through and this is this is the uh, debunking the uh, American myth to paraphrase it tragically I mean we see everybody chase these NCAA free agents we got one guy that's a five foot ten winger that's a left shot that's uh, got I believe 20 plus teams in on him right now out of Michigan State and he's a quick player with skill and then we got another guy that's a five foot ten right shot who's a center who's a quick skilled guy and it's my belief five to eight teams might be looking at him and some of them are pretty successful teams. So they're both going to need NHL contracts. Uh, my guess is the only way Haros comes out of Michigan State is if a team burns a year this year, and that's just the way it works. And so I always find the uh, – who's been the most impactful NCAA free agent in the last 15 uh, – last 10 years? The most impactful – I mean, remember how much of a big thing there was in Danny DeKaiser? Okay, I mean, that was a guy that was out there that a lot of people had a lot of interest in. I'm just thinking, somebody can send us a text at 6.30, 6.30. Name the most impactful NCAA 22 or 23. Remember when we did, like, the Spencer Foo thing a couple of years ago? Now the Flames have got a deep team. They got a deep team, but Spencer has been basically uh, down with Stockton for each of the last two years. So I'd like to know, 
There's another guy out of Princeton, Maximilian uh, Verano, uh, who's from Ottawa, who's a pretty slick, skilled offensive player as well. And there's more opportunities. I'm just wondering who's who's the best guy that's come out. Like, has there been a guy that's come out that's as a NCAA free agent? Uh, <laughs> Joshua says, Bob, what about Tyler Bozak? Well, that's almost that's got to be ten years now for, but that's a good that's a good example because Tyler Bozak is unequivocally a third line NHL center. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. We are going to go to Taylor on line four. Hi, Taylor. How are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing? Not bad. Um, I got two comments, I guess. Uh, you asked the caller a little while back if they were happy when uh, Peter was hired. He didn't really answer your question. And then my second comment will be why I'm, I want to be optimistic, but I, I'm still really not. Um, I was happy when when Peter got hired. Well, then um, you're on. Then you're honest because I know what the it was a it was a Friday when Shirelli was announced. It was April the twenty fourth, and I know what the feedback was like. Every everybody was happy. Everybody, Todd. I mean, all my friends. You know, everybody was was pretty fired up. Yep. I had a cup. I had one small reservation in the beginning. I thought it was odd that. You know, Mac T stayed on in housing. It seems strange to me most times. Yeah. When a new GM gets hired, you pretty much clean house and bring in your own people. Yeah. So I was a little bit worried about that, but still, I'm a big Mac T fan, um, not as a GM, but as a coach. So I thought, you know what? Um, he's a good hockey mind. But so I was willing to kind of give him a pass. Then when he traded for Reinhardt, he got asked, uh, I can't remember the exact question and his exact response, but. Essentially, the question went something like, you know, why hasn't Griffin been able to gain traction in New York, and what do you guys think? And he, his, his response really made me worry. He basically said he hadn't really seen him play much. He obviously saw him play with the Oil Kings, and his, he was a great player then. Well, of course he was a great player then. He was a consensus top-five pick. Um, and I was a little worried that, you know, they, they got it wrong, and they did. And so I'm kind of, I mean, and that's just one, but the track record's terrible, and I'm not optimistic unless they change the whole organizational structure moving forward. If the new GM comes in and all the same people stay, it's going to be more of the same because it's not the 80s. You're not trading hockey cards anymore. You've got to empower people to do their jobs and do their jobs well, and I'm concerned as far as the group that helped make these decisions. Like, who who is... Who are the group that's saying, you know what? Yeah, Brandon Manning and and Petrovic are going to be better than Kevin Gravel. What if, all right, in. so so what if I suggested to you that I believe that the scope was quite narrow as to who had input and who didn't have input? Would you accept that? I would accept that, and I would wonder why. And if Bob, well, maybe so it, then, may, maybe is, maybe it played a factor in why Shirelli was deposed out of Boston one year after missing the playoffs. Right. No, for sure. I mean, like here's I, here's so here's what I do. I I dig because I have to, because I can't sit there and and regale you with BS stories about when I was in with in the room with the boys, and I can't come on the air as and say, well, you know, I played, so I don't have to go down every morning skate and go down because you know I know what's going on. I can't do that, right? So when Shirelli got hired, I talked to guys in Boston and said, what the hell happened there? Right? How does a guy? who, you know, has two Stanley Cup final appearances in the last five years. And one of the criticisms was, uh, one, one guy said, look, he lost a power struggle. He lost a power struggle in Boston to Charlie Jacobs. 
and uh, Cam Neely. And one individual compared Charlie Jacobs to Fredo from The Godfather. Do you know mm-hmm. who Fredo is? He's, yep. the, he's the dumb brother, okay, Right. in The Godfather. And so um, I was like, okay, well, that's a bit harsh. And another guy said to me, no, what happened was it was his way or the highway, and he boxed people out that had divergent thoughts. Right. Okay. Which is the worst thing you can do as a manager in any organization. Okay, so it is my belief that I've credited Peter with helping to start to rebuild. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say the Oilers have a, a a top five NHL team in terms of a farm system. No, but the farm system's improved a lot. That's and he has experience. to get credit for being a part of that. Now, right. I know who's headed up the amateur scouting. That's been Keith Gretzky and Bob Green. Mm-hmm. Okay? The pro side, to my knowledge, has been mostly Dwayne Sutter advising Peter. Right. Okay? Now, I don't want to throw Dwayne under the bus. Cause, no. Right? I'm just saying he's the, he took over very quickly as director of pros. Don't forget, Peter Shrelly fired Stu McGregor and Maury Gare on the same day, June 20th, 2015. Right. So I don't Can know. I... I don't know. So here's here's my point, Taylor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Because I'm not. I'm not a. I don't know 100 percent myself. I have an idea. You're not in the room. You don't I'm, know. I'm not in the room with the man. Like I. But I do know Peter's personality, right. and I do know that if you made a suggestion to Peter, and he and you know, I I can 100 percent guarantee you that if he didn't like where you were coming on f- for something, he'd let you know, or he'd cut you off. One of the two. Can I tell you really quick what will make me optimistic when we hire the, the person, whoever we hire? Sure. Yeah, okay. So, um, and I hate using the Leafs as an example, but when Shanahan got hired as president, he didn't know anything about analytics, and he was very open-minded to learn. No matter who we hire, I would love it if we hire some different people from different backgrounds. So you want to have the old, like, you know, Mark Hunter in Toronto and then Kyle Dubas kind of the, the non-traditional analytical guy with the old-school hockey guy. And then you have a team of people who disagree. you got to foster disagreement to get the best decision. And I don't think the Oilers have done that for a long, long time. All right. Hey, Taylor, we took your call. Uh, th- you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I have time for analytics. Uh, sometimes the way the message gets delivered is very frustrating to conventional people in hockey circles. Right. I just th- There needs to be those discussions. Sure. Absolutely. Thanks for the call, Taylor. Okay, thanks. It is 143. We're going to take one final call. We're going to get Tanner in here on line one. Tanner, sorry, you got about a minute and a half. Go for it. Let her rip. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Bob. I uh, love your show, but I uh, wanted to comment about, you know, when we all had agreed and everyone had agreed that um, we all needed to get bigger. And, yes, Lucic's contract is not flashy, and nobody likes it right now because, the, the you know, the point is not backing it, backing it up, but... I think we can all agree that at the time of the hire of the signing, we needed to get bigger, and Zucic was that guy, and everyone was on board. That and- uh, there's no question that the majority. Again, I went back and took a look at the text that day because our system could do that, and it was about eighty twenty in support for the signing. Yeah. So obviously now it doesn't look that great, but and you know unfortunately the league has it transitioned so quickly. Unfortunately. Um, and I will agree with the last caller that I was excited that when Shirelli got hired. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, a guy who's been to the cup final, I like the team in Boston. I like what he had. And unfortunately, it just, the game has changed. Um, 
you know, but I like his play recently. I absolutely love his play. I love his role. I love that he goes into the boards, and right now he's showing he's not afraid to throw the body. And it's and his points have. Uh, I mean, he's not definitely by no means having his points when he did in L.A. He's not going to be able to live up to the six million dollars a year offensively. That's an absolute no. given. Uh, I, I mean, I will mention the games. The Oilers games are pretty tame. They're pretty tame. And when it, when it does get a little bit ugly, as it did against Calgary earlier this year, the Oilers were completely capable of getting ugly in that game. And it got ugly. It got ugly late, and it had a hangover effect the next time Calgary came up and played Edmonton because they yeah. were as quiet as church mice in that yeah. second game back at Edmonton. And part of it had to do with what got said, which we can't repeat on the air, at the end of the game when there was a scrum and Kachuk was out there face-washing um, McDavid. And then the position that Kachuk ended up with. And then, you know, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what the live mics picked up as certain players skated by the Calgary bench, but the message was sent. So, yeah. you know what? He's never going to live up to the offensive numbers that you need for the $6 million. And you, you have to accept it. And the contract was structured by Jerry Johansson that it's basically buyout proof. You got to live with it unless you get moved. That's kind of how it works. Yep, yep. And I and I am a firm believer. You, I mean, regardless of the contract, you know what? You need guys like Lucic and and, and Cassian on your well, team. Well, Cassian's been productive. Cassian's yep. his productivity on the balance of the season for the price point is fine. Tanner, I got to run here. Thanks for. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A call, okay? Yep, 146 in Edmonton, back in uh, one minute's time uh, with Kurt Hill, the GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 147 in Edmonton, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean. Check out a quick text here. Hey, Bob, doesn't Craig McTavish oversee the Bakersfield Condors? Yes, that's his primary responsibility. Just as an FYI for the people out there. Uh, Kurt Hill joining us right now. He is the president and GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings. We've talked about it often. I don't think people thought 63 games into the season that the Oil Kings would be first in the Central Division. They are. Kurt, how are you doing? Doing well, Bob. How are you doing? You should be doing. I, I'm doing good. You should be doing well. You had a couple games on the weekend, and you had, like, different goal scorers and every like the amount of depth that you have right now with your forward units your team's kind of coming together aren't they well i mean they 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 played well all year the point is you got a lot of scoring depth right now yeah we do we have four lines all playing real well right now and uh, we're seeing a lot of contributions from you know from 
from other guys in the lineup right now. I have the game against Swift Current, uh, the hockey hooky game on Tuesday. We had scored 11 goals and we had eight separate goal scores. And then against Brandon, we had seven separate score- scores uh, over the weekend. So uh, nice to see when uh, you're getting contributions right throughout your whole lineup. Uh, we've seen a, uh, and some people think I overplay it on the show, but the fact that the league has moved away from heavier teams to to quicker, fast-paced squads at the NHL level, are we seeing that same thing occur in the Western Hockey League? Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, the speed of the game and, you know, the the ability for everyone to skate now, it's, you know, the league also has the same dynamic. Younger players can now come to the league and I feel be more successful than they have been able to be in the past. You know, more and more 16-, 17-year-old players now are, are playing in top sixes, playing in top four decors, and, uh, you know, a lot of that goes to uh, the game being more of a speed and skill game, and uh, those guys are finding ways to have success and be more of an impact right away. Last year, you were with the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, and there are only two Western Hockey League players to go in the first round of the NHL draft. Well, this season, you know, we could have uh, we could have four in a row uh, going, in, potentially, I guess. Uh, we've talked a lot about Kirby Dock from Fort Saskatchewan, right shot center, six foot three and a half, uh, plays for the Blades. Uh, you got Dylan Cousins with Lethbridge, who's going head-to-head against you guys for top spot in Central. He, too, is a six foot three right shot. Uh, we've talked a lot about those two guys. I just want to get a quick comment on Bowen Byram, a defenseman out of uh, Vancouver who's got 20-plus uh, goals, five game winners this year, and then a guy that we're going to see here Sunday with the uh, Kootenai Ice, Peyton Krebs. So uh, put your uh, scouting hat on if you could for a second on those two players. Yeah, well, Byram's a new-age defenseman. He's he's an offensive defenseman who really likes to jump up in the rush and can really create offense right from the offensive blue line, joining the rush and leading the rush. So he's a guy that uh, very opportunistic, too. I mean, he leads our, our league in scoring as a defenseman, and, uh, you know, he finds ways to score critical times. I think he, he leads our league in overtime goals or, or is right up there in that mix of that category as well. So, you know, a very opportunistic player that has good speed, high-end skill, and... Uh, is going to be an offensive threat that is every time you play against Vancouver. Peyton Krebs in town this weekend with Kootenay. Yeah, you know, Peyton, it's, uh, he's he's a guy that maybe doesn't get as much love just because uh, Kootenay's had a tough season there. But, you know, he, for what he's been able to do and playing on the team there this year and, um, you know, playing against top D pairings every night, uh, he's got a real nice skill set. And he, his hockey sense is a history of the charts. You know, he's got the ability to, uh, again, another guy that can really create offense and skates well. So another guy that's kind of that new age player, too, that, uh, you know, plays plays a 200-foot game but can really be a threat with the puck anytime he has it in the ozone. We're joined by Edmonton Oil Kings President General Manager Kurt Hill. Kurt, you got your own guy, Matthew Robertson, who's had a couple injuries this year. Uh, some of the scouting services have him ranked in the top 20, others between 20 to 30. Uh, how, what have you seen out of uh, Matthew this season? You know, I, to bring it as a more recent, you know, he's, he's he had a couple injuries to mention, but he's, he's finally started to find his, his stride here again as of late. I think anytime you come back from, from injuries, it takes you a little while to get going, and I've really noticed the last the last um, five to ten games here, Matthew really playing playing a simple game, less is a little bit more, and uh, in doing that, you know, he's created himself uh, the ability to, to play heavier minutes in games, and he's been, uh, you know, playing real well, and I think putting his name back out there as a, as a real contender for that first round, for sure. It's all gravy for you guys this year, based upon where a lot of people projected you at the start of the year, but you had five games left. You still want to come in first in the Central, and Lethbridge is two points behind you. So you got two games this weekend against Calgary in Calgary Friday, home Sunday against Goody. This is a big weekend for you, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's a huge week, and uh, you know, three we got three games left against Calgary down the stretch, and you know, we go into their building on Friday night, and we've had success against them this year. But it's so that's a, I mean, it's a battle of Alberta game for us here as well on the junior level, and nobody likes more than to win those games. So Calgary is a they're a very good hockey team. They got off to a real slow start this season and have found their way to get right back into the hunt for the division title as well. So it's going to be it's going to be a big test for our guys. But uh, I think going down the stretch these these type of meaningful games and playing playoff games every every night here now just right down until until the playoff starts i think that'll pay dividends for our group and uh, moving forward here kurt we appreciate your time thanks a lot thanks a lot stuff you bet that is kurt hill he is the president and gm of the edmonton oil kings uh we will tell you that we're going to go to the stan Oilers history for new west travel again the trip to italy and greece with dennis Liberty. Edmonton's premier travel company for 39 years. Check it out, newwesttravel.com for more information. What do you got going here, Brendan Escott? All right, Bob, back on uh, this day in 1987, Wayne Gretzky scores a goal and adds four assists, and Rejo Rutsalainen added his 100th career NHL goal to lead the Oilers to a 9-3 win against the LA Kings at Northlands. Yeah, Rejo Rutsalainen. He was a skilled puck mover, and he could shoot it. He could rip it. There was a couple of Finnish defensemen back in the day. Risto Silton was another guy. Smaller, stockier guys that were pretty skilled. Now there's a lot of big Finns. You know, Rantanen, Pugliarvi's a big guy. Patrick Liney. Liney hasn't crushed out of the park this year. Did have 18 goals in one month, though. Winnipeg, maybe not quite as good as I think people thought they were going to be. Connor Hellebuck, come back down to earth. Oilers in Vancouver tomorrow. Coming up on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now. Louis DeBrusque. And Brian Burke, presented by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Tonight on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. It's a fluid show. Christian Amel from CJOB Sports in Winnipeg. He's skated on every outdoor rink in Winnipeg. And Brody Clark from U of A Golden Bears Basketball. There you go. Up next, the news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 afternoon news with Jayla Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Thank you for participating in the interactive element to today's show. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.